You're listening to a Count Out Podcast. Hold one, arm drag. Don't tell me, bye And welcome back to another episode of Hit the Books, the only weekly SmackDown Live fantasy booking podcast in the world. I am Ryan Nightsey. With me, as always, is Mikey Man Freddy. No nickname there, just a cool announcer voice. Man Freddy. There it is. There it is. Oh, that was a reference. There it is. Mr. Mikey, Kennedy. Look through your back. Mr. Kennedy. There it is. I know what it is. I know what it is now that you did the second one. Yeah, yeah. That's his, that's his gimmick. I, inter- I interrupted you. I'm sorry. I ruined it. I ruined the No, joke. you're fine. You didn't ruin anything. We're, dude, we're fucking hosting a podcast <laughs> together. That's what that's what people do. Interrupt <laughs> each other. That's what podcasts are. People talking until they interrupt. Until they tell the other person, hey, shut up. <laughs> Let me speak. So, uh, welcome everybody to another episode of Hit the Books. We've already done the intro, so I'm here to tell you thank you for listening to Hit the Books. If you like what you're listening to, why don't you leave a little subscribe and review on iTunes or, or wherever you're listening, and why don't you follow us on Twitter at Hit the Books Pod? We book shows here, so why not? You know, we we book shows. You can go to Twitter and vote in those polls and vote in things that you like. Does that make sense, Mike? Yeah, it sounds like we're doing. It sounds like we're doing our outro plugs early. I've been, I've been doing a thing recently where I'm doing outro plugs at the top as well. Um, I feel like it's just a good thing to just say, like, hey, follow us on Twitter at Hit the Books Pod, subscribe, review. While you're here, while you're sitting listening, why don't you go do this? Yo, thing? smash that like, like button. What? Yeah, it takes like, what, five minutes maybe? Maybe less? Probably, I would hope less. <laughs> <laughs> it takes 12 hours. Hit the subscribe button, oh, I would hope less. Yeah, so it didn't take you long. So why don't you go at Hit the Books Pod, follow us on Twitter, and leave a little review on iTunes if you can. Yeah, if you like, if you love, if you love us. I, how are you doing, Mikey? I'm doing pretty good. I'm very excited for tonight. Uh, so for yes. context, we're recording this on the Saturday of Fighter Fest. Yes, we are. We are. We are recording on Fighter Fest Day. Yeah, Fighter Fest. The Fighter Fest. Why didn't they do a thing? Oh, I guess never mind. I. Was I got angry and then answered my own question in my brain as I was talking. <laughs> With the the way the graphics are, I was really hoping it would be... I was really honestly hoping and I was thinking it was going to be an outdoor thing for some reason. And then I saw the cold open for it and I was like, oh, I'm disappointed now. What, what, what I got mad about in my head was, why didn't they do a thing called Fighter Festival? I, but then I was like, wait, that's just... Fest is just a short-term word for festival. Yeah. <laughs> Plus, CEO Gaming is there. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay. Why am I getting mad? What, what am I, wrestling Twitter? <laughs> uh, but I yeah, I think I'm, it'd be I'm, cool if the ring was, like, outside, you know? It was, like, I, a I mu- think that would like, be pretty like, cool, honestly. Like a music fest. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, that reminds me. I was looking up for some reason. I don't live anywhere near Jacksonville, but I was uh, looking up tickets for Fight for the Fallen recently, Mikey. Mm. If you get a chance, look them up. The on Ticketmaster, the seating arena area is so confusing to me. It's like seated like an amphitheater. Like it's like if you go to a like uh like a theater, a show, like Broadway show or whatever. It's like set up like that. It's like you have the ring in the front and then it's like I think I want to say tears going back. Interesting. It's very confusing to me. Hold on, I'm going on Ticketmaster now. I'm looking at the. I'm gonna try to see if I can. Oh it's like yeah! All the all the seats are on hard cam side. <laughs> Unless oh, well actually no, because there's camera. It says cameras on the other sides. That's kind of smart, actually. It's interesting. I would have loved if hard cam. No, that'd be annoying for the audience that's present. I was gonna say I would love if hard cam was like on the other side of the ring. So damn like, tickets are only fifty bucks. Yeah, and all proceeds go to families of gun viol- violence victims. That's awesome. Yeah, so it's totally worth it if you can get a chance to go. Yeah, um, listener. But yeah, I was looking those up and I was like, this this arena setup is very interesting, very different than usual arena setups. I but forgot yes. that Fight for the Fallen was in between this and All Out. Fight for the Fallen is July 13th. That is in two weeks. Wow. And at time of recording, that is in two gosh right, darn weeks. So Fight for the Fallen's in two weeks, and then we have ba- then we have a month until All In, mm-hmm. basically. A little over a month all until out. All In. All Out, that's what I meant. And then... All In, double... Like, it's all... Mm-hmm. It's all it's same. all It's all mixing together, and I can't... I always mix them up. But yeah, All Out is like a, like a month after that. And then, what do we got? And then, I think, presumably, <clears throat> TV would be October. That's the current plan. I hope so. Because so, I am sitting on pins and needles waiting for weekly episodes of AEW. Yeah. I'm excited about it. Because um, I have basically stopped watching Raw and SmackDown. And, ooh, NXT, ooh. and NXT, but that's not because I don't want to. That's because I, every time I NXT is on, I just work. So I haven't been watching NXT. Mm-hmm. Not because I don't want to, but I'm just like not watching Raw or SmackDown. Yeah, I as I, I haven't been watching Raw or SmackDown either. Uh, mainly because I don't have cable, so I, honestly, I can't watch it. <laughs> I honestly just like I I always just find myself wanting to do other stuff instead, mm-hmm. like. With the current WWE product, I'm like, I have, like, no desire to tune in. Like, there's no... Yeah. There's nothing keeping me hooked to tune in the next week. It's I'm just like, oh, it's going to be the same predictable shit every week. And I'm probably not going to watch until Bray Wyatt finally makes his debut again. Which, there's might tease that for Infinity until they can't anymore. Yeah. Uh, so, once that happens, I'll probably tune in so I can see how he do- how he how he's doing and mm-hmm. what his, his deal is in the ring. Mm-hmm. Um, because he's—I feel like his move set's gonna be wildly different. Yeah, that's why I kind of want to see on, how. Hold on, wildly different. Da 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 da. da ding. So that got... brings up a good. That brings up a good discussion point, Mikey. That uh, we, I guess, will eventually have to discuss. Maybe I don't know if it actually affects us. So recently announced, Mikey, mm-hmm. is that uh, WWE has hired two new. 
I believe they're listed as executive directors or executive oh. producers yeah. of both Monday Night Raw and SmackDown Live. Yeah, uh, Bischoff and Heyman, right? Yes, Heyman taking over Raw, Bischoff taking over SmackDown. It's been described as like every, they all still listen. They're still all still under Vince McMahon, but it's been described uh, to people as like as like Triple H, Triple H and NXT. NXT. Yeah. yeah. They will make the calls. Vince has the ultimate call. Now, ah, yes. Ah, yes. Two people who have run failed wrestling businesses. ECW was pretty good. And then it... it, ECW was doing really well. And then it went into bankruptcy. WCW went really well. And then they jumped the shark. Continuously. Uh, ECW was doing well. And then they got bought by WWE. I mean... Paul Heyman's a businessman. He's not going to say no to that sum of cash. That's fair. Um, yeah, I mean, but you can make you could have made the same argument back in the day about Triple H. It's like Triple H has never run TV before. He's a wrestler. Um, I mean, but we all know that NXT is like awesome. Yeah, and then and there's an argument there is that like some people like talking about how uh, Heyman and Bishop have control, but still under Vince McMahon. It's similar to Triple H's NXT. But there's been countless reports that Vince McMahon doesn't watch NXT. So Triple H pretty much has free reign to do what he wants. That's fair. like, I feel like Vince is, Vince is either stepping back. Cough, cough, vel- letting Velveteen Dream wear the call me up Vince show pants. Mm-hmm. Um, Velvet, no, not Velveteen Dream. Who are I talking about? Vince McMahon's either going to take a step back, focus on XFL for a bit, Please get out of my get out of my wrestling, you old or man. it's just like you know he ha- still going to make decisions. I don't know. I'm I'm excited to see what happens. Uh, I, we'll talk about that more later, Mikey. I guess in the future, like and see how they're implemented because it's not happening immediately. It's happening slowly, mm-hmm. uh, probably over the course of the next couple months as he prepare for Fox receiving SmackDown Live. Gotcha. So I don't know how it's going to affect us or what changes will be made. So I guess we'll just be eyes open for that. Yeah, just keep an, just keep an ear open. Because I guess in kayfabe, we're the writers, but Bischoff would be our boss. <laughs> and and there's some like advertising that came out that like potentially Paul Heyman and Eric Bischoff, Bischoff will become, uh, along with like, uh, you know, those personalities they will become on-air personalities as well like general managers or something kind of yeah so maybe we're pages our page is gone and we have eric bischoff that's sad i like gm page yeah gm pages did a good has a good run uh she's doing stuff weird now i've been thinking about how what she's been doing recently she had the whole thing about like saving smackdown and like you know, going, getting NXT, NX, Triple H, NXT sort of weird. And then she's got a bunch of NXTers come in, like Bianca Belair's come in, you know, all these. All these Shayna Baszler. Shayna Baszler, Ricochet, Dream, uh, Dunn. All you these NXTers coming up. You can't have an army if you don't have the soldiers. I know. She's taking all of Triple H's soldiers. So very interesting. Um, what else do we want to talk about? There was another, well, there was another thing I want to talk. Oh, yes. So, wait. Yes. I remember. Mikey, I got for you an updated ranking list. 
All right, let's hear it. Um, yes, so after every pay-per-view, even though it's two weeks out, but you know, after every pay-per-view, we like to uh, review and look at who are top and low bottom stars, top and bottom stars of both the men's and women's divisions. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we tabulate it based on their records, based on their excitometer scores, based on their booking scores, and I have it all tabulated here from my, here for you, Mikey. So, are you ready for... Not, we're not doing the are you ready bit yet. The are you ready, though, it, dot, 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 for uh, some rankings. Yes. Okay, well, let's start with the men's. Uh, let's start with the men's bottom five. Mikey, who do you think's on the bottom? Who's, who's our power bottom? Who actually? This person's kind of a power bottom, I guess. In a way, um, not like that, but in a way. All right, so I can't go with my safe bet because they're not on SmackDown anymore. The colognes. The colognes. <laughs> yes, the colognes have been traded to Monday Night Raw. <laughs> we, I think we got the Ascension for them. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna go with Rusev. Rusev is your is your bottom bottom. Yeah, because we've okay. been doing literally nothing with him. That's fair. Well, I'm I I guess in two more than one way, Mikey. I'm here to upset you because okay. Rusev is not even on the bottom five list. Okay, I guess that's good then. Um, our bottom bottom is Tucker of Heavy Machinery. No, followed up by Otis of Heavy Machinery. No, not Heavy Machinery. Heavy Machinery my boys. Are, are two bottom boys. My my baby <laughs> boys. Yeah, I, I it's it, it's yeah, I think part of it is the fact that like my beautiful meatball of a human being. Yeah, their records are low, so their their scores are low. Mm-hmm. I was thinking about a way to try to like balance that better, but I have no clue. But also, it's like, but yeah, I mean, the records are low, but they don't have good excitometer or booking scores. I can mm. see what they're they are individually, but yeah, it's just they're not. It's not great. I mean, let's look at let's see. Otis, Otis is two point five out of four on excitometer, two point seven five out of four on booking meter, mm. and then you know, can, same thing of Tucker put all that together with a very low record they're not they're not doing so hot bummer it's a big old bummer for the for the big baby boys um which is yeah it's yeah i mean also i mean otis is a is a 24 7 champion however oh boy that that might help him yeah that might help him um so right above otis and tucker we have um Kind of surprising to me. Uh, I, I think maybe definitely because of the lower record, but we have Apollo Cruz. Apollo Cruz. Yes. Okay. Yes, that he was in the Intercontinental Title picture. Yes, and he is the third lowest in Yikes. the men's division. Yikes! Yeah, that is that 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 is insanely like interesting to me. You know, that's like. I don't know. I thought he'd be way higher. I thought he at least wouldn't be in the bottom five. I I always pictured him as like a Rusev type, but you know, poof, he's he's down there. Yikes! He has a two point six four and two point six two in excitometer booking, respectively. 
So, and he, plus he's got a low record. I mean, where where is he on his record? He's two and four. Mm-hmm. So he's very low compared to a lot of other people. Yeah, he's actually got a tied record with Braun Strowman. Whoa. But that goes to show Braun's got a higher excitometer and booking scores than him. So, I mean, Braun okay. was in a WWE Championship match. That's true. That's true. Um, yeah, Apollo just needs to step up his game. And then right above Apollo Crews, above Heavy Machinery, is the Ascension, Connor, and Victor. That makes sense. Yeah, nothing to say about it. Not too surprising. Not to write off the Ascension. But, you know... In re- I think I think it's partly uh, they've been built up a little bit here, but I think it's also partly uh, the thing of no one really cares about them in real life. Mm-hmm. I think that sort of like transitional, yeah, thing of like the brain of it's fantasy that, booking versus real booking. Yeah, it's that lens that like it's hard to break. Mm-hmm. But yeah, those are our men's bottom five. Mikey, let's move right along to our men's top five. Give me a guess. Who is number one? Um, and my also my, my also safe bet for number one is gone. <laughs> Ooh, Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins, yeah. Uh, Seth down live is no more. No, it's now Monday Night Seth. <laughs> <laughs> Monday Night Rollins is already there. What? Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like Monday Night Seth. <laughs> I think that's got a ring to it. Um. All right. So top five. Who's at the tippy tippy top? I'm gonna go with Drew McIntyre, our WWE champion. Well, to... well, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> oh God. I get I get stress sweats about. We'll Drew talk McIntyre about. Now. We'll talk about. We'll talk about what happened there. Uh, yes, so let's talk about it. Uh, men's top five. At number five is Rey Mysterio. Okay. Which is kind of surprising to me. Uh, I think he is, I think he's way higher. I thought there would be so many other people way higher than him. Yeah. But, uh, Rey Mysterio has done it. Uh, number four is Cesaro. Oh, nice. Cesaro is, is like, Cesaro and Sarzaro with Sheamus, the bar collectively, they had an amazing run in our tag team division. Mm-hmm. They had amazing like scores on the excitement meter and booking scores. They had great records because obviously they were champion. They had an amazing run and they have been on top. Since then, you know, he hasn't gone any lower because he hasn't been on TV that much. We've had him on TV a little bit and he's done well in them. He's you now he's had matches against Ricochet. Had matches against, I think he had a match against Andrade. Mm-hmm. Maybe Velveteen Dream. I don't quite remember. But he's been a nice, like, high-profile, like, like smaller star people. Mm-hmm. But uh, maybe our our uh, possibility of putting him in the Intercontinental title picture can bode yeah. well for our Swiss Superman. Yeah, let's use him while he's hot, you know? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, number three, Dan Bryan. Okay. Dan Bryan, a classic mainstay. That kind of surprises me, actually, because of the fact that we've kind of had a rough time booking that feud between Dan Bryan and Roman Reigns. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm surprised his scores kept him in the top five. Yeah, and we've had a lot of lower point, lower, like lower pointed, lower, what am I trying to say? Lower scored segments between Roman Reigns and Daniel Bryan. Yeah. 
Um, I, and I think that's that lens that we talk about. Daniel Bryan, though, also he has a he. I think he also has a better record per se. Um, like you can. What, what am I? Let me say my sentences before I interrupt myself. Uh, <laughs> Daniel Bryan, he's got a high, a fairly good record. He's seven and thirteen, seven thirteen one. Mm-hmm. Um, fifteen points overall is how I'm trying to qualify it. Gotcha. So he's got a high. He's, you know, he's got a lot of losses, but he's he's doing well. But I think Daniel Bryan, and you can see it with you know the the men's top five and the men's bottom five. All of our men's bottom five are people that are from Raw. Okay. That we got traded over or NXT, I guess that got traded over. All of our men's mm-hmm. top five are people um, that were on SmackDown last year. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's arguments to be made there. Uh, Rey Mysterio being one of the lesser people, but um, that's what I mean when I say like I need to f- maybe rethink how the records are tabulated because I don't know. We'll figure it out. I, just, I maybe I can just go back. I don't know. I'll figure it out. <laughs> I want records. I want records to be involved, but obviously like they help skew things because people that have more matches tabulated are going to have potentials for higher numbers. I mean, yeah, that makes sense. I mean, look at look at uh, Finn Balor, who is next up on our list, number two overall. Which he is has, crazy, especially because we haven't seen him in weeks. He, we haven't seen him in weeks, but his re- he is number three on the record leaderboard. He is 12-7-1. Wow. Uh, his his uh, Excitemir and booking polls, even though he hasn't been a leech, which is also the thing of like it freezes after a little bit because if we don't use them. Mm-hmm. His excitometer and booking polls are both three point one six. Nice. So he is he's doing great for himself, but he's like that is one of the reasons why he is so high. Um, Dan Bryan still pulling up at a great number despite having lower scores of of late. Yeah, um, it's like the more you do, the more there is to judge. You know. Yes, and that and I think that's also the hard part about the, our show being that we don't have a raw side of hit the books. Mm-hmm. Maybe one day, but right now it's like we can't. T- we don't have that those records. I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. There's, maybe there's an argument about like resetting the record leaderboards around draft. Yeah, maybe there's an argument about that. Maybe we'll do yeah. that in the next draft. Yeah, so could be something now. we can think about. Yeah, yeah, because that's that's maybe that's an argument to be said. But mm. let's move on. Number one, Mikey, you said it. You made it correct. Drew McIntyre, our uh, former WWE champion. Ooh, that hurts. That hurts to say a lot. It hurts to say uh, a we lot. Had, we had big plans for our boy. Drew McIntyre is number one on the record leaderboards. Thirteen, six, and two. He has twenty-eight points. Twenty-eight points being he has. Two points for a win, zero points for a loss, one point for a draw. Mm-hmm. Is twenty-eight points on the excitometer and booking scores. He is three point two on excitometer and three point one eight at booking. Okay, he is tip top. He is near the. He's like in the top, top five excitometer and booking. Dang, yeah, Drew McIntyre. Like people complain now. Uh, in real life WWE about Drew McIntyre and his crappiness. But, I mean, all you have to do... Like, it, I, I think, like, we talk about, like, 
sometimes, Mikey, about like the experiment that is hit the books about how it's <clears> like, <throat> you know, people complain of like, oh, you're, the booking is bad and the writing is garbage and I could do it so much better. And you and I looked at each other and like, let's try it. Let's do it. Yeah. So this Drew McIntyre is like the experiment gone right. Mm-hmm. We this this has proven to us is that like if you just look at Drew McIntyre, all you have to do to make Drew McIntyre a star is put him by himself, not in a weird faction, and let him yeah don't make him be anyone's weird crony. Just make him be a badass on his own. Yes, we have we have turned Drew McIntyre into the hunter, and you know he we used him originally as sort of like a weird sort of special attraction where he wouldn't be, he wouldn't come out all the time. Mm-hmm. We, he, we, we would save him. He, we, we, we would make him like a silent, silent shadow and looming in the background until that shadow grew into winning WWE championship. And mm-hmm. then that turned into him defeating the demon that turned him into killing the monster. Uh, that would have turned into even more. Maybe we can talk about that. Um, should we save that? Maybe. Should we talk about our plans for some of our plans of Drew McIntyre now that he is no longer going to be WWE champion? Uh, yeah, I mean, we can. So I pitched to you, Mikey, a couple weeks ago about we, we were going to do a battlegrounds, uh, stomping grounds. Obviously, we were setting up a triple threat, Jeff Hardy, Rey Mysterio, and McIntyre. Mm-hmm. Which he could have taken... The armbands and the mask, mm-hmm, I was mm-hmm. thinking. Uh, and then I pitched to you, uh, fun fact audience, Mikey and I talk about other things, not just on the show. Uh, we hide <laughs> things from the audience. We have we have surprises all the time. Yeah. Uh, I pitched to you for SummerSlam, Drew. Uh, we, we do some vignettes. Maybe we get to fake tease the audience that it's the demon returning. But in fact, it's not the demon. It's the demon of Death Valley. A SummerSlam would have been Drew McIntyre versus The Undertaker. Yes. Or the WWE would have Championship. Taken the hat or something. Yeah, he would have taken the hat. Or the fucking boxing MMA gloves. Yeah. <laughs> or the trench coat. Oh, the trench coat. And then Drew McIntyre wears it. Oof. Comes oh, out. Like, he, he wears it like it's a new, like it's like a fur coat. Yeah. Oh my god. Damn. See, and then that now that idea is gone. Now we can't do that. And then here's like because of what happened last like, week. Now that he is no longer WWE champion, we like the, where the storyline goes from there. Like we're going to have the, in this tournament, we're going to create all new storylines essentially because we yeah. have to. Yeah. Um, the show must go on. Yeah, the show must go on. Uh, but yeah, th- this experiment of hit the books has proven that like all you got to do to make Drew McIntyre star is make him a badass, make him a single star. Yeah, use him rarely. Don't don't stop giving him. Stop using him as a crony for Shane McMahon or Baron Corbin. Like he doesn't need that. It's you, this thing they, of like stop putting him with stop putting Drew McIntyre with boring people. Mm-hmm. It's this thing of like. I don't. I think I, WV has done it sometimes, but I think we do it a lot. I think we were planning to do that with Finn Balor. I guess we can talk about that as well. But uh, well, no, we'll save that. Um, we should probably save that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'll that out. uh. But 
What was my train of thought here? Uh, oh, Finn Balor. So, like, or even just Drew McIntyre, that is an example. Like, we realized very early on that, like, there's way too many people on this roster. Mm-hmm. It is overbloated. There is no way to put everyone on the show. Yeah. So, what we've kind of done implicitly, with I don't think us realizing it, I I did this after a quick shower yesterday, is that like, um, we like do this thing of like we're we know we don't have the wrestlers, we can't put them on the show. So if we can't be on the show, we'll sort of create a character and a character reason for them to not be on the show. Mm-hmm. Finn Balor. Finn Balor's not on the show because the demon's dead. He's recovering from that. Mm-hmm. Drew McIntyre early on was on the show because he is... We created the hunter. He, he picked his spots. Mm-hmm. He picks his spots. He's He's got the snipers trained on you, which means he's far away looking on. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, those are my two examples. But, I mean, authors of pain to an extent as well. When you mm-hmm. had them in the tag division, they were away for a little bit, and then they came back and said... We want these. And then mm-hmm. took them. Took the tag team titles. We do that. Like, we're like, we'll sit people back and then be like, tap them on the shoulder and be like, okay, now go. Mm-hmm. But yes. Let's move on to the women's division. <laughs> I mean, you can kind of say Cesaro, too. How they were, he was kind of not around and now he's in the icy title picture. Mm-hmm. That's a great point. That's a great point. Um, Harper, kind of, when we mm-hmm. had him. Harper did have him, yeah. Frozen though, um, but let's talk about the women's division. Women's bottom five, Mikey. Who do you think's the worst woman? <laughs> Dana Brooke. Surprisingly, no. No offense okay. to Dana Brooke. I actually love Dana Brooke. I think she's having a great run on the main event today. Um, I think she has a great run in general. I think she has a good thing. I think she's been crappily booked. Uh, and I, but I, the problem is, I also don't know what to do with Dana Brooke. Yeah. Um, it's a similar thing of Tamina, where I was like, this is something of Tamina, the sort of like real life sort of angle, but it's also like the lens. Mm-hmm. So, your pick is Dina Brooke. That was incorrect. What is correct, Mikey? Bianca Belair. Oh, okay. She did I, just show up on the scene. I, I think that's what it is. Mm-hmm. I, I want to say that's what it is. I mean, Bianca Belair is, what is she? She is one in three. Mm-hmm. Uh, she is not unde- undefeated. Uh, she is one in three. She is so that means she's got a real low record. Um, but you know, her she's also new. She's got like one excitometer result. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's got five booking results. It's like not a. It's why we didn't do one of these you know ranking polls after uh, backlash is because it's all too fresh. Yeah. So Bianca Belair is suffering from that. But let's move on to number four and number three. They are a tag team. They are the Iconics. Peyton Royce at number four. Billy Kay, number three on the bottom list. Okay. Iconics, they're low. I don't know why, quite frankly. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't have a review of it. I just don't understand why they're low. It's upsetting to me. Um, number two on the bottom list, on the bottom five, going up that up that leaderboard, Ruby Riot. Okay. Okay. Uh, that that kind of sucks that she's still low. I totally agree. I think 
she is also the person, you know, she's coming from Raw, so she suffers from not having a big enough record. Her record's 1-2-1, one, one, so it's low. Mm-hmm. So she hasn't had enough matches. Plus, we did that thing, like we talked about Drew McIntyre, where we'll find storyline reasons to have people off the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ruby Riot, Shayna Baszler. Um, Ruby Riot, you know, doesn't have a lot of things either, compared to, like, similar to Bianca Belair. She's higher pole than Bianca Belair. Um, but like Ruby Riot, you know, has two excited meter results. Has eight booking meters. That's a pretty good number, but you know, it could be better. But uh, yeah, it's it's interesting. I, I, I think I hope that as we continue Ruby Riot's score rises. Yeah. So and then at number five or number one of the bottom list, at the top of the bottom list, Zelina Vega. Okay, which is very which is interesting to me. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. I think maybe I think she doesn't have a good record. Also, it's yeah. two and four. Okay, like, yeah, it's fine. She suffers from those things. Um, women's top five, Mikey. Let's round out this ranking list. Let's talk about the women's top five. Who do you think is number one? Charlotte Flair. Easy guess. Free. Charlotte Flair free. Like I'll ask this question then. Who's number two? Uh, Natalia. Okay, let's see if you're correct. We have at number five our newly appointed SmackDown Live Women's Champion Naomi. Okay, so she's rising up. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. She's rising up. She is from Raw, so the fact that we're seeing her so high here is good. Mm-hmm. Uh, number four, Nia Jax. Okay. I I think she's high here mainly because she has a higher record. Mm-hmm. Because she has more wrestled, more matches, we have more data, mm-hmm. I guess. Carmella, number three. That's interesting. Why is it interesting to you? Um, because we kind of had, we kind of did the same stuff with, like her and Zelina Vega kind of just did the same thing for a while. You know, like they were both some, they were both like with someone. They both had matches together. Like they were both in the same matches. Mm-hmm. Like so, they were kind of on like the same parallel road for a while so it's weird that one's at the top and one's at the bottom plus Carmella wasn't like Carmella injured for a little bit yeah I think so she was injured for a little bit and and oh yeah it was like she was injured and then when she came like when she was able to return it was like we're building up to Wrestlemania yeah so we just like kept her off the show so like Carmella hasn't had a lot of stuff she I guess she was she got higher from the when she was SmackDown Live Women's Champion last year, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, she's high up here. She's she's high on our list. She's much higher than uh, we 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 remember. Uh, mm-hmm. Number two, you were correct, Natalia. Quite honestly, so Mikey, that's the thing also. Which Natalia is the person that breaks everything I said. Mm-hmm. Natalia is was I guess. From Raw. Mm-hmm. Natalia is two and two. Mm-hmm. But Natalia, quite honestly, is our biggest star, you could argue. Mm-hmm. She is, let me see if I can find her. She is 2.65 out of four on the excitement meter, 2.98 out of four on the booking meter. Yeah, that Charlotte Flair build, I think, really helped her out. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That is amazingly positive for her. Um, when it comes to, like, star power, Natalia is 
Let me see where she is on the full full beat. But when it comes to star power, uh, Natalia is... Oh, I got this in re- I should really get this in reverse order. Um, Natalia is near the middle of the pack. Charlotte Flair is... Charlotte Flair is... What number is this? Um, 30 points lower on the star power ranking compared to Natalia. Star power being a combination of Excite Mirror booking scores. Charlotte Flair is 30 points lower than Natalia. Natalia is that high on our audience. She is, I think Natalia is the highest ranked SmackDown Live women's roster member. Now that I'm looking at it. Yeah, we built her up like crazy. Yeah, and the people that listened to the show loved what she was doing. I mean, I loved what she, I mean, I was biased, but. Yeah. Uh, but she's she's doing great. Uh, and, of course, women's top five, Charlotte Flair. Charlotte Flair, she's got a high-ass record. She's, what is she? She's number two on the record leaderboard at 13 13 0. Um, mm-hmm. but again, her star, her star power has been like lowering massively. Mm-hmm. Uh, but she, she stay, she stays up there because of her record, which is another point to me. Like that, it just, all that goes to prove that like, I really should probably try, find a way to rethink the records. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so maybe I'll have that rethinked by time next week, not next week, next time we do this. Yeah. So yes, Mikey. Let, after all of that, I have a question for you. What's that, Ryan? Oh, man. I'm passing a kidney stone and my, uh, uh, what, what drug did I say I was on, Mikey? Ibuprofen. Ibuprofen. Is it ibuprofen? Yeah, ibuprofen. Man, that, that stuff is making me feel good. <laughs> I'm glad, is it buddy. illegal to do a podcast on ibuprofen? Yes. You're under arrest. This is the podcast, what? police. This, this I've been undercover. Police I've been undercover this whole time. What? Oh my! God. What a long game, Mikey. Fucking 50, 50 plus episodes in, and you you reveal yourself to be a cop, just waiting for the moment for me to do drugs. Long term booking. <laughs> oh man, I guess that's right. Well, Mikey, uh, before you send me to jail, I gotta ask you: Are you ready? Oh, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, people of all shape, ability, and gender. Oh, let's get ready to book it! So, where we left off last week, the randomizer screwing us in the B-U-T-T. Yeah. Right right in that spot. What happened? Drew McIntyre did some drugs. In our locker room, he did got he, it, got it, got himself a wellness policy violation. Therefore, he is suspended for thirty days. Am I Drew McIntyre? <laughs> am I going to be suspended for thirty days from this show? Yes, I have to do it by myself for thirty days. Oh, geez. Um, yeah, he Drew McIntyre's gone, meaning he's missing stomping grounds. He's back a week before SummerSlam. Yeah. So. Doing some research, it had a similar instance with RVD. RVD, I mean, I'm sure McIntyre is not doing the same drugs as RVD. No. Uh, but uh, uh, in that same situation, RVD had to relinquish his title. 
mm-hmm. when he was WB champion and ECW champion. Yeah. Um, so in that same instance, we have relinquished Drew McIntyre of his WWE championship. And now we have a vacant WWE title. Which means, Mikey, we've talked about it. We had a couple. Let's talk about what ideas we had to do. Well, we not we had to do. We pitched the idea of Randy Orton cashing in. Mm-hmm. That was a failsafe. A raw superstar cashing in. I guess that means we have we would have Randy Orton on our show. Mm-hmm. We just said we said no, right? Yeah, we decided. I think we decided no on that. Um, it just didn't feel right to just take a raw a superstar. Yeah. Um, true. Uh, we pitched the idea of Finn Balor returning immediately. Yeah, but we also didn't want to shock on that. We also, we did not want to shock on that. We felt that that story was way too important and we had better ideas for that. Yes. We could easily, with McIntyre out of the picture of the WWE Championship, we can still do that. You know, he could always become W Champion, I guess, again. Mm-hmm. Um, but we got, we have long-term booking plans for Balor, so we were actually saving him. So we felt no on that one. Yeah. There was a third idea, I feel like. I don't um, remember what it was. I think it was what we're doing now. Was it what we're doing now? I thought there was like a th- I thought that was the fourth idea. I thought there was a third idea. Uh I don't remember what. Maybe it was like Oh, I think the third idea was to do Jeff Hardy, Rey Mysterio, McIntyre triple threat. And then one of, one of those two wins, yeah. Yes. Jeff Hardy and or Rey Mysterio wins. Yes. But that also did. just didn't feel right. No, it did not feel right to, like, after everything that's happened with McIntyre, to just have... To just suddenly bury him. Yeah. I mean, that's not a... I mean, it is Rey Mysterio, it is Jeff Hardy that are legends in the industry, but still, on our show, they are not big just to have, But yeah, just to have him lose like that just feels bad. Mm-hmm. So we decided against it. So what we've decided, Mikey is a tournament yes we've decided on doing a wwe championship tournament Mm -hmm. 16 participants yeah mikey i'm not sure if you have the list in front of you but can you read out our participants in no particular order okay so our participants are ray mysterio jeff hardy roman reigns pete dunn velveteen dream apollo cruz ricochet braun Strowman. The Miz, Andrade, Rusev, Daniel Bryan, Cesaro, Kingston, Elias, and Killian Dane. We talked about it. We said, obviously, there's a lot of single stars that can throw in there. We wanted to throw in Kofi Kingston, obviously, the real world's WWE championship champion currently. Mm-hmm. We wanted to throw him in. I thought even then, he's just a good hand to have in this tournament. Yep. We wanted to throw in Elias because obviously we wanted to fill out to 16, so we need two more people. Felt Elias was a good contender to be a single star. Mm-hmm. We usually use English as a manager. Yep. And then Killian Dane. Killing Dane was, we, we wanted a big boy. A uh, big fighting boy. A big fighting boy. He's a former 24 7 champion. <laughs> Maybe there's not even saying that, like, that's what it is. That's how he got in here. I uh, guess. But he is. He is in here. We wanted to put him. Out of anyone else, splitting up the Usos, splitting up Slater, Rhino, no. Heavy Machinery, no. Ascension, no. Officer of Pain, no. Revival, no. Sanity, Killing Dane felt the best option of them. 
So yeah, yeah. I, those those are our 16 participants in no particular order. So what we have decided we are going to do, we're also going to announce this on Twitter, obviously, but what we are going to do is a contest, folks. A contest. A contest. So what we are doing is if you go to, by the time this comes out, hopefully it's up, uh, challenge.com, that is challenge, if I'm pronouncing it correctly, spelled C-H-A-L-L-O-N-G-E.com. Challenge. Challenge.com forward slash by Drew, B-Y-E-D-R-E-W. <laughs> Good one. Uh, you can see our tournament bracket. Our tournament bracket, which we will officially decide, I guess, on this episode. Uh, and what you can do is you can make your predictions for the tournament bracket. So then if you will tweet out, we'll tweet on out on our Twitter, at HitTheBooksPod. But if you retweet that tweet, like it, uh, follow us on Twitter as well, just so we can, you know, if you are the winner, we can talk to you. Uh, follow us on Twitter as well. And you are the highest prediction person mm-hmm. you're getting a prize mikey what's that prize <gasps> a prize what's the fabulous prize behind door one you get a month subscription to your choice of njpw world or wwe network of course if you want like another thing i guess we can talk we about can it talk about that yeah but uh but yes we'll we'll pay for one free month we'll pay for your month we'll we'll you know venmo you the money Whatever, however, we'll do it. We'll pay for yeah. your free month. If you don't want to spend more money for WWE Network, we get it. If you want to, if you Fair want enough. to experiment, if you want to, you know, I've never seen New Japan wrestling before. Let's let's do it. Let's find out. This tournament will end around our version of SummerSlam, which is uh, what is that? August eleventh. Mm-hmm. So at that point, I believe the G1 Climax would still be happening in New Japan Pro Wrestling. Um, If I can look up exactly when the dates are. But I believe the G1 Climax would still be happening. So if you're like, I'm hearing a lot about this. I don't necessarily... I I would like to maybe see a match or two. Win the tournament. Win this bracket. Win this, this, you know, thing. What is... Tournament? Bracket? Win the this, tournament, win the bracket, this. make the predictions, get the lead. Well, actually, no. The tournament, the G1 Climax ends August 12th. Our thing is over around August 12th, actually. Uh, so if you watch the G1 Climax and you're like, I want more, then go do that. You're like, go and we'll, get, we'll pay for your subscription. We'll pay for your extra month of New Japan Pro Wrestling. All you got to do is... Follow us on Twitter, uh, retweet, like those things, and win tournament. And we'll win the tournament, and we will pay for those one-month subscription, WM Network or New Japan Pro Wrestling, your choice. So, Mikey, let's get into it. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about this tournament. So, uh, let me share my screen with you. I got it. Oh, you got it? I I followed the link. Oh, very nice. Do you see it? Do you see the whole thing in front of you? Yep. Okay, so let me explain to you how, Mikey, I set this up currently. We can easily change things around. We had an idea before, but that got lost for various reasons. Yeah. Uh, 
but we can we have I have a backup kind of of it. But we can maybe this is a refresher. Maybe this we can come at it differently. Um, so this how it's set up right now. I went through that total ranking list and seeded each individual wrestler. So okay, uh, let me just. I guess I can just show you. It doesn't list it there for yet, but. If you want to quickly just refresh that page real quick. Okay. And look at that bracket. Do you see those numbers next to the bracket? Yep. Daniel Bryan, number one. Uh, two is Cesaro. Three, Rey Mysterio. Four, The Miz. Five, Ricochet. Six, Rusev. Seven, Pete Dunne. Eight, Velveteen Dream. Nine, Roman Reigns. Uh, ten, Killian Dane. 11, Elias. 12, Kofi Kingston. 13, Andrade. 14, Braun Strowman. 15, Jeff Hardy. 16, Apollo Crews. So mm-hmm. it's been broken down by seed. We don't have to do this, obviously. We can move people around. But that's just, you know, I was just like, maybe this can f- give us new match ideas that we didn't think about. Mm-hmm. Uh, so currently it's set up like Daniel Bryan versus Apollo Crews. Velveteen Dream versus Roman Reigns. The Miz versus Andrade. Ricochet versus Kofi Kingston. Cesaro versus Jeff Hardy, Pete Dunn versus Killian Dane, Rey Mysterio versus Braun Strowman, Rusev versus Elias. So, Mikey, let's talk. Let's figure out how we're structuring this tournament. Okay. There were some things we talked about that we preferred doing first. Mm-hmm. Um, the we we're going to do we our plans were to do two matches a show between now mm-hmm. and SummerSlam. Yes. Um obviously two matches this week. Uh there will be two matches at Stomping Grounds at our pay-per-view. Mhm. So we have to and those would be those you know those will be important matches to do. Yes. You know cuz that's a pay-per-view. You got to make sure it's a good good match to have at a pay-per-view. Of course. But besides that, everything's leading up to SummerSlam. What ideas mm-hmm. have you got? Um, I like for the pay- for stomping grounds. Mm-hmm. I think I like Ricochet and Kofi Kingston. Ricochet, Kofi Kingston, okay. As one of the matches that we do on the pay per view. Mm-hmm. And I like Mysterio and Braun Strowman. Mysterio and Braun Strowman at the pay-per-view. Interesting. I, I'm, I'm between that. I'm between that and Dream and Reigns. And Dream and Reigns. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to find what our thing was originally. I believe we can also we can move these. We don't have to keep the seeds together, Mikey. We of can course. split up the seeds if we want to. Yeah. This is our this is our design. Mm, originally, we put Rey Mysterio versus Killian Dane. Braun versus Rusev, Kingston versus Hardy, and Ricochet versus Dream. Mm-hmm. Wanna, I like, I love Ricochet Kingston. Yeah, no, I, I, that's, that's why I said it because I, I actually love that matchup a lot. Because mm-hmm. uh, boy, howdy, that could be a really fun one. Yeah. Um, it also should be said, audience. <laughs> we're just gonna, we're just gonna book round one as it happens you know like to make this as fair on our end we're not i think mikey you and i can both agree 
or both agree upon the idea of like let's not decide in our heads who WWE champion will be or should be mm-hmm. to make this fair for audience. We don't have. I mean, we uh, and if you have one, I I don't know if I have one. We, we won't talk about it together on the show or out of the show. I actually do. Oh, you do have one. Interesting. Oh, then I'm interested. Now I got to pick one. Uh, Mikey's got a prediction. Uh, but but like we obviously will decide that the whole point of the show is us figuring out as we go on. Mm-hmm. So to make it fair, we don't know each other's or Mike. I don't have one or whatever right now. But uh, we'll keep it as fair. We're going round by round as we do this. So Ricochet, Kofi Kingston, Braun Strowman. So why Braun Strowman, Rey Mysterio at at um, at stomping grounds? I just like the matchup: big guy versus the little guy. Mm-hmm. Just the big giant versus the underdog. Just classic. We originally had this idea of Daniel Bryan Roman Reigns at stomping grounds. Obviously, that would have been their I quit match. We could. Yeah. Would we? Do we? I don't know. I mean, I don't know. Do we, do we want to do Daniel Bryan Roman Reigns against each other again? I mean, because the problem is, is like if we do that, it's no longer the I quit match. That whole build is gone. gone. Yeah. I mean, a lot of storylines are on hold or gone at this point. Yeah. So thoughts, Daniel Bryan, Roman Reigns. Do we put them together? Currently, how we have it set up, if they win their matches, they will be wrestling in round two. Each yeah. other in round two. Hmm. Which that would be like the week. Currently, it's like the week after Stomping Grounds is when they would wrestle each other. Mm-hmm. If I remember the dates correctly. Hmm. But I like Rick Shake Kofi Kingston. While you think about that, I'm going to talk. Braun Strowman, Rey Mysterio, I do like that big guy thing. I like Dunn, Killing, and Dane. That's a big class shout out to NXT UK. Yeah. Dunn, Killing, and Dane's interesting. Cesaro, Jeff Hardy, I'm fine with. Rusev Elias does nothing for me. Yeah, Rusev Elias is like fine. But I like that in the sense that, like, they're against each other, they're not. Mm-hmm. Um, they're not like again. It's not like Rusev versus Roman Reigns, you know. Yeah, that one is like okay, Roman's gonna win. Yeah, I like where Rusev Elias are against each other. So it's like, oh, Elias could win, Rusev could win. They both will probably lose the next round, but at least they will win win a match. Yeah. So it doesn't do anything for me, but it you know it has that to it. Cesaro yeah. Jeff Hardy's interesting. I'm not sure if it's the best thing. It's not bad. Um, we got Miz Andrade together, which is interesting. I kind of like switching Jeff Hardy and Cesaro. I mean, Jeff Hardy and Andrade. My bad. Jeff Hardy, Andrade. So, so it's Cesaro, it... Andrade, and Miz Jeff Hardy. Cesaro, Andrade. Very interesting. Miz Jeff Hardy. Very classic. Mm-hmm. We also should be said. We also, in our intercontinental title picture, we're wanting to do uh, Cesaro versus Pete Dunne at Stomping Grounds. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember us pitching the idea of putting them together in the first round, so that we can then have like maybe Cesaro wins it and then challenges Pete Dunne for the title at Stomping Grounds. Mm-hmm. Um, that also wouldn't be a bad idea. Yes. And that would be future-proofing us. 
But that would also be talking about round two now, wouldn't it? Yeah. Because then it would be Cesaro versus somebody. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because right now we have Cesaro Andrade, Pete Dunne, Killian Dane. No matter what, it right now how we set up is Cesaro Andrade, Pete Dunne, Killian Dane are in the same segment. The winner of those two matches will then face each other. So that mm -hmm. Cesaro, potentially, Cesaro and Pete Dunne could he face each other, but they will face each other after Stomping Grounds. Yeah. So... We could still have that match at inter at Stomping Grounds for the Intercontinental Title. Most certainly, we could still have we could have then the tournament, then have the match at Stomping Grounds. Whoever wins, okay. And then, like, oh, next week or the week after, or whatever, two weeks after, we have Cesaro versus Pete Dunne, potentially future tournament bracket decision maker mm -hmm. winner person. Yeah, I can I can get down with that. Oh, that's an interesting idea. Okay, so that's something we may rearrange. You know, rearrange these different segments and blocks and stuff. But uh, well, I guess we're just looking at matches now. Ricochet Kingston, we like. Mm. Braun Rey Mysterio, we like. Yeah, and also I feel like that one's a toss toss up. I feel like in the ideas of like trying to make it as fair, and I'm not sure who to win matches. Braun Strowman Rey Mysterio is a good one. Yeah. Ricochet Coffee Kingston, also a good one. I yeah. really, I have no call on that one. <laughs> yeah, that one's hard. Kofi Kingston, he's the current WWE champion in the real world. Uh, uh, I'm sure, you know, as we build the SummerSlam, we could easily get not Kofi Mania, Kofi Slam. I don't know. Uh, doesn't have as much of a ring to it. Summer but at the Kingston. same time, Ricochet. He could, Very good. he could lose to Kofi easily. But it's also Ricochet, and we and he is a huge star. Summershay, summer Summershay, that's not that's pretty bad. <laughs> uh, Pete Dunne Rico Slam. Dane. Pete Dunne killing Dane is one of those matches where it's like Pete Dunne will probably win. But damn, will it be a fun fight? Yeah, that's just a that's just the fun fight. Uh, Cesaro Andrade, uh, that's a toss up to me. Yeah. Rusev Elias. I don't care about the match, but it's a toss-up. Mm. Um, Miz Jeff Hardy. Oh, wait. Hold on. No, I do care about Rusev Elias. Okay. It's a, it's a Rusev Day breakup reun reunion. It has to be It has to be English. <laughs> Replace Elias with Aiden English. And the, people will be like, why the hell is Aiden English fighting for the WWE Championship? So they can have the Rusev English rematch. But I but think about it. Like, Rusev, like, they, last time they fought was when they were fighting over Aiden English. Yeah. No, you're right. And that's when English turned on Rusev. So that is, I do have, I do somewhat care about that matchup. Okay. To an extent, you know, in terms of story, in terms of like story and the thing, is that like there's actually stuff there? Rusev wants Aiden back. <laughs> maybe, maybe, hmm, maybe. <laughs> uh, Ms. Jeff Hardy, also a toss up. <clears throat> yeah. Um, also a, a classic. Now let's talk about these these four people. We haven't talked about them. We may be moving around, replacing those other people. Velveteen Dream, Roman Reigns. Mm -hmm. And then Daniel Bryan, Apollo Crews. 
do those two separate matches do anything for you, Mikey? Not really. They kind of just scream, oh, Roman and Daniel are moving on. Daniel Bryan and Paula Cruz 100% scream Daniel Bryan wins. Roman Reigns and Velveteen Dream, I will say, is more in the gray area, but I do still think Roman would come out on top. Keep in mind, Mikey, uh, that fatal four-way before Money in the Bank, Roman pinned Velveteen Dream. You're right. So that match has a little bit of stakes on it. Got some stank. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, but then it's like, okay, well, then Roman's going to beat Dream again. But then is then if Dream wins, he gets the bounce back. Yeah. You know, he gets that, like, that he defeats Roman Reigns. You know, Velveteen Dream would love defeating Roman Reigns. Yeah, he would. Beating the top star of the company. Mm-hmm. Sounds like something Velveteen would love. But if we replaced, if we mixed up those matches, what would we replace that with? I don't know. We'd have to get rid of one other match that we like. Daniel Bryan, Apollo Crews could be interesting. I do like the idea of Daniel Bryan, Rey Mysterio. And then have Apollo Crews versus Braun Strowman. That does nothing for me. (laughs) Yeah, that feels like nothing. That feels like... Is the problem that Apollo Crews does nothing for me right now? Yeah. I think that might be the issue. Because I'm feeling kind of the same way. Apollo Crews... We started creating a story where, like... There was, like... I realized that there was, like, this vague story that we were doing where, like, Apollo Crews can't do anything successfully without Carmella by his side. Yeah. Like he didn't win matches until Carmella was there, and then he, and then last week he lost a match with Carmella against Cesaro. Mm. So it's now that's gone. But uh, like a, this Hollow Cruz, I mean, hate to say it, Mikey, he's also on the bottom thing. But I hate to say it about in regards to Apollo Cruz because I love my boy. I love I I I legitimately love Apollo Cruz. I think he's super talented, uber talented. But do we replace him with anybody? Like who? I don't know, man. Finn Balor. <laughs> He's back. By God. By God. I was saying, we don't Balor. have anyone left on the roster. Finn Balor would be, like, the only person. Or, we like... throw Harper back in. I would say, or, like, a tag frozen. team, I guess. Uh, my best guess would be, like, Otis. No. None of these people are WWE Championship worthy. Yikes. Rhino? No. Sheamus, if he was fine, but we have no idea what's happening with him. He's potentially injured. Yeah. With, like, a multi-year injury. Finn Balor will be, like, the only person. Yeah. But then if we replace Apollo... I hate to do this, Mikey, but that would mean we replace Apollo Crews and make it Finn Balor versus Daniel Bryan. That could be very good. (laughs) That... That's got. To, I know. I know. I love Apollo Cruz, but that's got. That's got a that lot on it. Finn Balor versus Daniel Bryan's got some. Stuff. Apollo Cruz versus Daniel Bryan does nothing for me, but Finn Balor versus Daniel Bryan does everything for me. That match alone, and that's like that's. I mean, that's a return. I mean, we could easily. We could easily do it like, you know, Finn Balor versus someone else. Mm-hmm. Finn Balor versus Rey Mysterio. Finn Balor versus Braun. 
maybe. Finn, it's gotta be. It's gotta be versus someone big, not big, big like Braun, but like you know, star power big. Finn Balor versus Roman Reigns. Daniel, wait. Okay, okay, wait. We've been talking for an hour, and we haven't booked a single match. <laughs> I know. We're, we gotta. We're gonna storm through these matches when we get back into it. However, here's a quick storyline pitch. Daniel Bryan versus Apollo Crews scheduled. No, we can't. Okay, I, I thought about that same thing. I want to stop you there, Mikey. I thought about the same thing. We cannot do that. We're the first match in this tournament for our fans to potentially win a free month of WWE Network or New Japan Pro Wrestling, whatever OTT service they want. We cannot fucking... Replace someone. Yeah, make yeah, them yeah. take predictions, and then it, all of their predictions are gone because Finn Balor broke the bracket. That's fair. No, that's fair. I thought of it. I literally had that thought, and I rejected it because I was like, "That's that would suck." Okay, so nope, you're right. I, I didn't think about that. That's that. That was like the pitch I had for you, where it was like, "What if all of this happens, and then at SummerSlam, whoever wins the WWE Championship, Randy Orton cashes in?" <laughs> <laughs> it was like that. The entire tournament was nothing. I was gonna, like. Yeah, we can't do what I was thinking then. It's either we replace Apollo Crews or we keep him. Yeah. The question is, do we feel like our thing with Finn Balor, potentially, we don't even know if we could still do it anymore, is strong enough to hold Finn Balor till then? I think so. Or do we Finn Balor fight, pull the lever he's in? Finn Balor trying to fight to get that title back? I think we can just pull the lever on that. Are we going to pull the lever? I'm going to take it out. Are we taking out Apollo Crews? Would you rather pull the lever now, or do you want to wait? Let's pull the lever. All right. Uh, that does ruin my entire seeded tournament, though. <laughs> yeah, no, a little bit. Uh, that's fine. I'll just put him in the 16th spot. We already, I think we, did we move some people around? Yeah, I think we can. Finn Balor's been out for a while. He's got some ring rust. He's in the 16th spot. Sure, sure. That's that's a surprise. That, thank you, William Regal. Yes, Finn Balor would be number one, huh. uh, which would make this entire bracket wildly different. Yeah. But I will replace Apollo Cruz with a returning Finn Balor. Okay. If you refresh your page, I believe it has been updated. Daniel Bryan versus Finn Balor. Is that the match we want to do, or is that a match we save for later? I mean, that's, Finn Balor that's has to a come ma- back. That's a stomping grounds match, definitely. That's a stomping grounds match right there. I'll happily replace that with Braun Strowman, Roman Rey Mysterio, Dan- or maybe Ricochet, Kofi Kingston. Daniel, I don't know. I think I think it's I think it's Ricochet, Kofi, and Daniel Bryan Balor. Daniel Bryan Balor. Yeah, you're right. A returning Finn Balor should probably happen at a pay-per-view. That's a good point. Mm-hmm. Um, Daniel Bryan, Finn Balor, Ricochet, Kofi Kingston, Velveteen Dream, Roman Reigns. Maybe okay. Velveteen Dream. Okay, yeah. so maybe we release this bracket and be like, "Here it is." But storyline-wise, Daniel Bryan takes out Apollo Cruz. And, okay, yeah, I'll, I'll concede to that. I'll and that, like, storyline storyline wise, we have it: Daniel Bryan versus Apollo Cruz. Daniel Bryan takes out Apollo Cruz. Paige is like, "All right, we need to find you somebody new." And then she, like, like a couple weeks go by, and then she's like, "Hey, we found you somebody. Your match is gonna your 
tournament match is going to be at Stomping Grounds against this person. Yeah. And then we get... The I'll, su- I'll the, concede to we, that. We get the surprise return of Finn Balor. Yeah. that I'll concede to that to build, make the storyline around it. I'll, we keep him in the tournament. People can put in the predictors. People... People, we then play our hand telling everyone that, like, yeah, Finn Balor is returning. But for those not participating in this tournament, won't know that. But if you're not, what are you doing? Yeah. Participating. We're give, giving you money, basically. But, yeah, I think storyline-wise, I'm, I'm okay with that. We just like got to make in, sure to remember to book those things. In kayfabe. In, in, in kayfabe. In kayfabe. Tips fedora. <laughs> Mafabe. Okay, so let me read this out for you right now. In no particular order of matches. We may shift these matches around, but these are the matches we have currently. Strowman Mysterio, Dream Reigns, Miz Hardy, Rusev Elias, Cesaro Andrade, Dunn Dane, Jesus, Ricochet, Kingston, Brian Balor. Sounds good. Do any of those matches, before we continue, or do any of those matches... Not up to par for you. I, I like them all. Killian Dane the versus only, Roman Reigns. The only the only switch I could possibly think of could be switch switch um, Reigns and Mysterio. That's about it. Who and Mysterio? Reigns and Mysterio have Reigns Strowman and Velveteen Dream Mysterio. That could be interesting. I was going to say maybe switch Dream Cesaro. Make it Cesaro Roman Reigns, Dream Andrade. That's not bad either. But in that scenario, if we want to do that whole Pete Dunn Cesaro against each other eventually, we can still have the match in the Intercontinental title picture. I mean, him I think beating, I mean, him beating Roman Reigns is quite the quite the thing. Yeah, if but if he loses, he would lose before stomping grounds his match at inter- for the Intercontinental title, and that would look bad for him. Yeah. Cesaro can't be against someone that would definitely win. Yeah, you're right. Not to say, not to say Roman Reigns is definitely going to beat Cesaro. Mm. Not to not to play my hand there, but like you know, WWE Championship guys. Yeah. But a rub from Dream would be nice. But Mysterio could take the rub. Not Mysterio could take the loss. Mysterio Reigns could be interesting. When I say no, Mysterio Dream could be interesting. Braun Roman Reigns could be very interesting. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And then talking about the Cesaro Reigns, then that would leave us with Dream Andrade. What about this? Can I give an alternate, wild alternate pitch? Okay. Pete Dunn, Velveteen Dream. Okay. Roman Reigns, Killian Dane. Bold. <laughs> I know that's exactly what I said where I was like, that would be a match where Killian Dane definitely going to lose. But I just like that idea for some reason. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you're putting, you're definitely putting Killian Dane in that definitely going to lose spot. And you're yeah. kind of getting rid of this cool Pete Dunn-Killian Dane fight that we have. Yes. And even then, it's like you can be like, he's definitely going to lose. But it's not like, it's one of those definitely going to loses where it's not like, but maybe he could upset. It's like it's come on. Yeah, but like okay. So I I think we're confident here. Are we going to move that Mysterio around? Um, do we want to put Mysterio against Dream? Well, he they could both be against each other next week in round two. That's true. Wait, no, they can't. 
Well, if we unless we move the matches around. If if Rey Mysterio wins his match, Dream wins his match, and then around two they'll face each other. Yeah. Um. I think I'm okay with this. Yeah. I like Braun Rey Mysterio too much. There's easy story points to saying that Reigns pin Dream. Dream wants that redemption. Mm-hmm. He wants to beat the top guy. Yeah. Then even if he doesn't. He, he dream could storyline wise dream could win that match by just getting the respect of Roman Reigns afterwards. Yeah. Even if he doesn't win. I don't know if he's going to I don't know who's going to lose yet. I'm into but that. If he doesn't, that's a storyline way to get out of you know, Okay. something like that. Uh then I I like this bracket the way it okay. is. Okay. Uh do we want to move any of the matches the matches themselves around to just keep in mind the these matches currently we have down here at the bottom, Ricochet, Kingston, Brian, Balor happening at stomping grounds. Mm-hmm. Are there any other matches that we want to move around, move some brackets around so that when round two comes around, those will be our potential matches we could have? Does that mm. make sense? I, the thing, like, I, I, have, I have an idea of the two people I want in the finals. Okay. And I'm trying to figure out how to get there. Um, because right now I don't think it's an issue. Um, Mikey's reading over the tournament bracket. Yeah, it's, fervently. it's not an it's not an issue right now. Um, because like they're not on conflicting matches, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, will they meet? Will they meet in the finals? If that's the case, I would like them to. So we would have. So you're saying that you can't say it out loud because it would be obvious, aren't you? Yeah. Okay, then we'll cut this part out, and then Mikey will have to tell me what's happening. So, right. Mikey, future Mikey, editor Mikey, cut this out. Yeah, yeah, future Mikey. Okay, we are back. Future Mikey, here's your point. Thank you. And we are back. Future Mikey, thanks you. And we are back. Uh, we moved some matches around. Mikey, I'm going to go down the match list and tell you what is round one. Okay. Round one, happening on this show, Braun Strowman, Rey Mysterio, mm-hmm. Cesaro, Andrade. Yep. Next week will be Pete Dunne, Killian Dane versus, not mm-hmm. no, not versus, Pete Dunne versus Killian Dane and Rusev versus Elias. Yep. Uh, oh, following that, the next week would be Velveteen Dream versus Roman Reigns and The Miz yep. versus Jeff Hardy. Yep. Then following all that, we have at Stomping Grounds, Ricochet, Kofi Kingston versus mm-hmm. Daniel Bryan, Finn Balor. Uh, and that is round one. Round two would then happen following stomping grounds, semifinals happening before SummerSlam, and then the finals, whoever it's going to be, at will be crowned at SummerSlam. New WWE champion crowned at SummerSlam. Again, go to challenge, challenge.com, C-H-A-L-L-O-N-G-E.com, slash, by Drew, B-W-I, B-W-B-Y-E-D-R-E-W by Drew. Go there. 
make your predictions. Uh, make sure your followings at following us at Hit the Books Pod, so that we, you know, once if once you win, we can talk to you over Twitter and DM you and stuff. Um, but we want to make sure that you're following us. You retweet some stuff, like it. That's all important for us to see it to make sure you're involved with this because we want you all to be involved. Make sure other people are in it. And yeah, I'm excited, Mikey. Yeah, I'm excited for this tournament. I'm very excited. Me too. Let's take a quick break, and when we come back, we will book the rest of our show. By rest of it, I mean all of it. Hooray. Okay, do you need to take a break or anything? We're going to go back into it. Uh, I'm good to go back okay. in. We're coming in with two matches already on the docket, though. That's that's something. Yeah. And I think I have an idea for something for the women's division, so that's good. Okay, cool. My, my tag team division has been fucked. <laughs> Dude, I haven't been. Able, dude, I haven't gotten really a chance to think. So that whole time, I was kind of like in between talking about the tournament and then going back and being like, "Fuck, what can I do?" My whole tag, team, my whole. Because I've been working literally. All week. I, I'm like, I'm like, I don't know, <laughs> I don't know anymore. Um. And we are back. Mikey, we're going to power through this as quickly as possible. We are already, what, like over an hour? Yeah, it's, it's, it's been a while. Let's do it. Okay, well, already off the dome, off the spot, let us talk about the matches we've already booked, technically. Braun Strowman, Rey Mysterio, Cesaro Andrade in a WWE Championship tournament match. Yes. Round one. Um, I don't know where we're going to put these people. Me neither. Um one of them is the main event. Yeah. At the very least. Um, probably Braun Strowman, Rey Mysterio. Yeah, that sounds right. Braun Strowman versus Rey Mysterio. And then Cesaro Andrade. That could be mm-hmm. an opener, maybe? So we have Braun Strowman and Rey Mysterio booked. And Cesaro versus Andrade booked. Correct, Mikey. Usually what we do is we figure out who wins and book from there. Yeah. But we can't this time because we have a contest going. Yeah. Yeah. So vote on who... (laughs) We'll book book this in secret. Didn't... I honestly did not, not even think about this as an issue. Huh. Didn't... I'm flat... I'm stunned right now. I did not even think about this. It's not. It's not really an issue. It's more of just we just need to do what we usually do, but just between us. <laughs> okay. So then we'll, Mike. You're looking at the 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 sheet, Google Sheets page right now, right? Yeah. We're gonna secretly book this without saying names. Yep. How about that? I at, like at, it. Be, at best, at possible, we'll be as vague as possible. All right. We'll we'll book it. We'll book it through our mind power. Are you ready? Yes. So look. So you see where my I'm clicking. Yep. Ready. Okay. My pitch is this person. I agree. Uh, I think it would be a nice after. I think after last week, I think it would be a nice upset to an extent. Yes. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So I think it'd be like a surprise victory. I agree. I agree. It would also be a surprise victory. Um. Cool. So we're both in agreement. Yes. Um, 
cool. Let me also just write this down. We're doing this. This is such a weird, vague thing. That that thing's happening as well, Mikey, right? Yes, that, that thing. Is this the worst podcast? Is it, we're, we're fucking booking the show. I think, okay, we can say what the match is. We just can't say what the result is. No, but I feel like that's hinting. I know we can't say the result, but I feel like that'd be hinting what what we like what I just said about how that would be an upset compared to last week. If I said who I'm talking about, obviously, but I'm, I'm still talking about the victors. If I said preceding, like, you know what I mean? Does that make sense? Yeah, I think I know what you mean. Like, we can't say anything. The problem is, like, we're doing a podcast. We're like, shit, we can't say anything. We're doing a, what an insane thing we're having. Okay, cool. We decided on that. Um, I, uh, I assume this person is getting involved in some capacity. Yes. Who am I talking about? Am I, am I talking about Vega? Am I talking about The Miz? Who know who am I talking about? Uh, Could be anybody. Or is it Sheamus? Or is it uh, who's got Rey Mysterio on his side? I guess Jeff Hardy. Yeah. That's a thought. That, I, you, I, I you, think also, fu- you also just said a name of the... Of a what? Of the person in the match. Well, oh, but we well the audience knows that we're doing Cesaro Andrade Strowman Mysterio this week. Yeah, that's what I said. I said we could say the match. Oh, I see, okay. I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. Well, here I can. I think it's also fine to say this as names. Thoughts on having Jeff Hardy with Rey Mysterio? I like it because they they helped you know take down McIntyre last week, but also Jeff Hardy will be facing the Miz in a championship tournament. Yeah. That's true. So we want to do that. Hmm. I I didn't think about it, but I was like, that's a thought, definitely. Yeah, that could definitely work. Do we want to? Sure. Sure. Why not? We're we're booking it. Who cares? Uh, okay. Does that change any results? I don't think so. You don't think so? Okay. Maybe this person distracts the other person. Yeah. Oh, but I but Jeff hmm. Jeff Hardy has nice to think. Let's move on. I want to come back to it. Yeah. Now this match. Mm-hmm. Cesaro Andrade. Yeah. <sighs> Honestly, I think it should be this person. I agree with you. I would love this person. Mm-hmm. But I think it should be this person for reasons. I- I agree with you. For undisclosed reasons. Yeah. Um, I think it just makes sense. I agree with you. Okay, cool. Booked it. Booked. <laughs> Going back to the other match. Uh, yeah. The managers are definitely playing a part. Uh, the manager's definitely playing a part, though. Is... No, I think it's the. I think what's what. I think it's. I think it's this person. I want Mikey pitch on this person. We're going with this person. Yep. Okay. You agree? Cool. Yes. Cool. Match is done. That's how you silently book people. We did it. Okay. Um. Real quickly before we talk about the women's division, Mikey. Show opener is GM Page announcing this tournament, right? Yep. Of course. I think that's obvious. I, I'm not going to write down like exactly what she says, but. GM Page opens SmackDown Live and announces uh, McIntyre's 
um, van- what, what, what's the word? What's the, what, what word am I trying to say here? McIntyre's how uh, McIntyre's forced relinquishment is that a word? Mm-hmm. Forced re- relin- relinquishment. He he was he was forced to relinquish. Forced to relinquish the WWE Championship and the announcement of a uh, WWE Championship tournament. I like how we're doing this during the t- summer, so it's like sort of our own version of uh, uh, the G1 Climax. Yeah. Because uh, it's literally, I think it's happening the entire time during the G1 Climax. That's funny. Okay, so that's, that's the easy show opener. Let's talk about women's division, Mikey. Okay. Tell me what's happening. All right. Natalia comes out, cuts a promo in response to what Naomi said earlier, or last week. Okay. What is she saying? Because we had Naomi come out, uh, said she did the hard work. She worked hard. She did what she did because she wasn't appreciated. Uh, I think Natalia comes out and calls her out. She's like, you not being appreciated is bull, uh, PG version of bullshit. Bull, uh, bull ridiculous. Poop. Yeah. You saying you're not appreciated is ridiculous. You know we all appreciate you as a competitor and we all respect you as a competitor. Well, did at least. Uh, oh, tell you with the dig. What you did at Money in the Bank was a coward move that I never thought you would make. Uh, because I respected you as a competitor, and I I never thought you would sink that low to sneak attack somebody. Mm-hmm. Um, and then. I think, Na- and then Naomi comes out, says some stuff back, and then they start fighting. Okay. Naomi gets the upper hand. Mm. Dana Brooke comes out to help Whoa. Natalia. Whoa, okay. Dana Brooke comes out and helps Natalia. Okay, and then the two of them presumably stand tall. The two of them stand tall, and then. We get a match next week of Dana Brooke and Natalia versus Naomi and a mystery partner. Whoa, that's a big time match. Possibly. I don't know who the mystery partner is. I have an idea. You have an idea. Um, versus Naomi and mystery partner. Interesting. I okay. Cool. 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 Uh, what else is happening in the women's division, if anything else? Um, I want to do something with Ruby Riot and Shayna Baszler, but I don't know what. That's fair. Because, like, there was a lot that happened last week. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't want to just keep putting them in matches every week that end in draws. You know. Mm-hmm. You got to make a decision at some point. Between yeah, the two and of them. I am not sure what to do with these two. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can always save it for uh, next week. I might, I think I might do that because I don't think we need to do something every week with them, especially after a big ending like that. Mm-hmm. Especially a big ending like last week. Um, I think this is fine for now. Okay. Anything happening in the women's tag team division? Uh, right. I have to remember about that. 
You forgot about you forgot about the tag team division, just like WWE did. Oh no, I'm just like them. You're uh, you're Vince. You're a cop. You're Vince McMahon. You got you got me. Um, shit, I didn't think about that. Well, okay, then we'll let you think about that because yeah, we'll come back to it. We'll come, we'll back, come to back to that. Um, what do you do? You have anything for the men's tag team division? Ooh, very While nice transition, my friend. Um, While we're talking about tag teams. The men's tag team division, you you say, Mikey. Yes. Do I have any ideas about the men's tag team division? Well, let's see. Well, I think with 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 Kofi involved in the WWE Championship Tournament, I sort of feel like I, I have to now change alter slightly ideas that I have. Because it's now really like I don't know. Um, first match I want to do though is um, the Usos versus who was it going to be? Usos versus Sanity. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, okay, I like I yes, like Uso, that. the Usos versus Sanity. I enjoy that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sanity being um, Alexander Wolf, Eric Young. Okay. I mean, obviously. And I'm going to have the Usos win. Okay. Usos win. Uh, Jay pins Young. Sure. Sure, whatever. Jay pins Young. Uh, I'm going to do that. Uh, And then I also want to do a segment where... I think it's a backstage segment. I think a location-wise backstage segment okay. where it is the New Day are being interviewed um, about um, what happened last week. I'm sorry. I'm freestyling this a little bit because I'm just – I have to change things as I'm pitching things. Uh, about what happened last week, they're saying stuff like how uh, – they, they, it, they're, they don't agree with Jane Page's decision, but she is she is the she is the boss. She is the authority. Um, uh, so what what she says goes. She's surprised that they, they are surprised that they, uh, that they agreed. They started the night agreeing with the rival and end the night being tricked by them yet again. Them picking up, not picking not even picking up the victory. I was going to say picking up their stuff and leaving before the match even ended, leaving Kofi high and dry. Yeah. Uh, so they are upset with the revival, and so uh, Big E and Woods are going to challenge the revival to a match next week. I like it. Um, but they also hype, and then they also hype uh, Kofi for his WWE Championship tournament, and talk about of how uh, not Kofi Mania, but Kofi Slam. Yeah. <laughs> The the co- summer of Kofi is is upon us. <laughs> yeah, and the sun the will shine on him for the first time as WWE champion. I like it. So then that means next week will be the revival versus the new day. New day being, uh, you know, your boys. Woods mm-hmm. and Big E, because now we really have to start separating New Day in that sense, um, and having Big E and Co- 
Woods, Big E and Woods team up a lot more as Kingston prepares for this WWE Championship tournament. Mm -hmm. And that's it. That's it. That's all I want to do. I'm taking Authors of Pain off the show for today. For now, Sandy's on it. Um, Everyone else, Heavy Machine and all those guys, I'm, I'm putting them on pause and hold for a little bit. Okay. Also, but we haven't talked about it, Mikey. Uh, well, I guess you're still figuring out your women's division. I guess that's why we're saving. So before we talk about your women's division, Mikey, do you got any tweaks for me? Do you got any uh, dislikes, cuts for me? Some vetoes. You have not mm. used any of your vetoes. I believe you have two until stomping grounds, correct? Yeah. And you have, and you have, of course, your free your free tweak. Yes. What do you got for me, if anything? Mm. Hopefully nothing. Please, please, sir. Um, I don't have any vetoes. I think we're fine. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's a it's a safe it's a safe week. Yeah, it's a safe week. I this think tournament, that's... I think, takes precedent. Yeah, so it's it, I, I like the safe week. I like just having some some solid matches that we know are going to be good. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, I think I think you're fine. I'm okay with not using a tweak today. No tweaks either. Ooh, no, I think boy. it's fine. Ooh boy. I'm loving it. Perfect. No tweaks, no vetoes. Mikey gets to have two more vetoes for three more weeks. <laughs> okay. Uh, back to you, Mikey. Tennis ball, back to you. Women's tag team division. Anything happening in there? Or anything else happening in the women's division at all? Okay. So I believe we left off on some sort of a feud with uh, Bliss and... Jacks and the Iconics, yes? Correct. With, you know, they're, they're bo- they were both staking their claim at being rightful contenders for the Women's Tag Team Champions of Asuka and Ember Moon. Uh, genetic Goddesses of Bliss and Jax lost their match, and Iconics still want to have that match against the Empresses of the Night, but we have not done anything since then. Iconics come out and cut a promo. And they say that they're better than the genetic goddesses. And if they had that match, the tag, the women's tag team titles would be on SmackDown Live. Okay. Okay. Does anything else happen after that? Is it, or is uh, it just a classic promo? I think it's just a classic promo with the Iconics. And that if they were in the match, they would have won. Mm-hmm. And SmackDown Live would have been iconic or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah of course, of course. Nat- that's natural. That's all. That's always implied. Yeah. Um, does anything happen where they get a number one contenders match or something? Is that happening this week or what's going for it? Because I'm, I'm. You can, of course, pull the Empresses of the Night and have a match at Stomping Grounds for the Women's mm-hmm. Tag Team Championship. Yeah. So. Are you doing anything? Is that is it just there this week, or is it um, more things happening next week? I just want to make sure that's it, that I'm just giving you the pitches, ideas, I guess. I know. I'm trying to think of a like a makeshift tag team for them to face this week. Mm-hmm. That's not just Bliss and Jax again. True. Um, especially you pulled since he t- pulled Dana from Natalia. Oh, sorry, that pulled Dana from Tamina, and they were sort of a makeshift tag team. Yeah. 
I mean, Carmella. I mean, it has to be heels, right? Maybe jobbers. That would be mean nothing, though. But... That would mean nothing. Yeah, that would like, exactly. That would could... that wouldn't do anything for them. Like we could we could win the titles and then they beat jobbers. Hmm. It's like, well, can you? I mean, you beat jobbers. Hmm. <sighs> it could be Peyton or Billy Kay one on one with someone. I like that, and that could be my tweak. I enjoy that. Maybe like Peyton versus Alina. Peyton versus Alina is not bad. Peyton versus Bianca. I was thinking Zelina or Bianca. Yeah. I don't think it should be Bliss or Jax. I I agree. I don't think it should be Flair. No, and I don't think it should be Naomi. No. So that would leave Vega or Bianca. And I think I think it's. Hmm. I think it's Zelina because I don't want Bianca to lose another one, and it feels like after that promo, the Iconics kind of need some momentum. Mm-hmm. Zelina is an easy loss. Yeah, I don't think it'll hurt her very much, okay. and I don't think, and is I it, think it'll help the Iconics a little bit get get a little heat. I guess, well, not heat, but you know what I mean. Yes, is it Royce or K? Uh, Royce. Royce. Peyton Royce with Billy K. Who's winner? Who's the winner of that match? You said, I imagine uh, you're having... Peyton. Yeah. yeah. I imagine it's going to be Peyton. Okay, cool. Uh, well, I've, since I've already used my tweak to pitch that match, I don't have any vetoes. I love the Natalia promo. I love that Natalia, in a weird way, is sort of like this, like, voice of the voice of the fans. Mm-hmm. Like, that's sort of her character to an extent now, is that she's the voice of the fans, and how she's, she's saying that, like, that was crappy. That was not respectful. Like, what you did to me was awful. No one liked that. Everyone loves you. Why are you doing this? Mm-hmm. You are loved. Don't do this, Naomi. We, we all appreciated you, yeah. Yeah. And Naomi's like, nah, screw you, son. And then, like, challenge it. And then I love the addition of Dina Brooke. I think that's a good thing. Put Dana Brooke up into that, you know, sort of that title-esque picture. Even though she knows mm-hmm. she's not challenging for it, but she's in there. Um, I like the Iconics promo. I like the match of Vega and Royce. I think Royce needs to build up some stuff. Um, and yeah, I like it. I like it a lot. Cool. And just like that, Mikey, we have left to book one segment, one match. And Boom. we even have to book that match. We have that as an extra if we wanted to. We blew through it, man. We're these two. The, we're starting off hot. Okay, so one match, one segment. Do we have any ideas of what we want to do? I think since since we know the two qualifying matches, for I do week, think we we could have are, well, for, well for this week also, which are Pete Dunne, Killian Dane, Rusev Elias would be happening next week. Mm-hmm. I was thinking more for this week. Oh wait, I was thinking we have. I forgot. Okay. I forgot something. The twenty four seven championship. Oh, of course. There I totally is. forgot about that thing. All right, what do we got? Who's the new <laughs> I totally 24/7 forgot about champion? that was a thing. How could I who forget? Is it? Who is it right now? Uh, the ter- current 24-7 champion, assuming nothing Wyatt. happened on Raw, 
which we kind of kind of decide a little bit. Yeah. It is where it they are Bray it's Bray Wyatt is the current champion. Okay. Uh but according to our randomizer, the new champion is Mikey's favorite, Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens is the twenty four seven champion. Whoa. <laughs> Kevin Owens. How did Kevin Owens fall into that picture? That means Kevin Owens pinned Bray Wyatt at Raw. Or he's on SmackDown and he lose, will lose his 24-7 championship. I don't know why they would both be on. They're both Raw superstars. Why would they? Good point. So let's say Bray Wyatt defeated was defeated by Kevin Owens on Raw. Yeah. So then okay. Kevin Owens. So, okay. So... How does Kevin Owens end this episode with the 24-7 championship still? He already has it. That means he has to either defend it successfully or lose it, gain it back, whatever. Or Why would he come why would Kevin Owens come to SmackDown though? That's a great question. <clears throat> I'm losing my voice. That's a great question. Why would Kevin what what who would bring Kevin Owens to SmackDown? What if nobody does what if we have a segment no that wouldn't work that would make no sense <laughs> what if what if it was sanity <laughs> former 24 7 champion sanity i think everyone's been I there mean, except wolf i mean we could do the same because i was like i was like what if we do it not in the arena like what if it's at like at like a bar or something or like some weird like like, Kevin Owens is just, like, out and about, just chilling. Okay. But it'd be weird if on SmackDown we just randomly cut to a shot of Kevin Owens for no reason. <laughs> that is true. We could do cut to a bar shot of, like, I don't know. The Revival? No. Slater and Rhino? They're in a bar together? Drinking as as people do at bars. Maybe not even. Maybe maybe it's just like. Oh, I was gonna say. Good. Then I was like, who walks through the door? Twenty four seven champion Kevin Owens. He sle- sees Slater and Rhino. And he's like, oh or shit. It, yeah. What if it's like like a like a restaurant and Kevin Owens comes in with like his hood up and he's like, mm-hmm. and then they're like, hey, does that look like Kevin Owens to you? And they keep looking over at him and he keeps and looking back. Rhino, and like Rhino, Rhino looks up with cheese and crackers in his mouth. He, like, he has like a, he, he's just like shoving pretzels in his mouth. They're, they're, but they're at a diner with a referee. Like they travel with a referee just to see if they can get the twenty four seven championship. <laughs> no, you know what I like better. Here is what I like better. They're at a diner, uh, and they're just having they're just having having lunch or something, having food, uh, and then they see Kevin Owens walk in, and then in the booth behind them, there is just a, a referee. <laughs> also eating but separately <laughs> <laughs> and they're just like hey ref and he's like what's up <laughs> yeah he was like i was on my lunch break yeah and then they go chase down kevin owens yeah and then is that it i think that's it i don't think we see what happens <laughs> uh yeah i think it's fine yeah i think it's fine i think that'd be funny i love that a lot <laughs> i love that a lot slater 
they're like, they're like, they're like, oh, we, get, we get, he's like, oh, we can get it, we can get the twenty four seven championship. It's like, but well, we don't have a ref. And then they like turn around, and there's one just like, he's like going to take, or like they turn to their left, and he's going to like take a bite of his sandwich. He's like, and he just like stops and like looks over at them. Can, like, oh. can I make it just slightly more comedic, where it's like, uh, we'll, we need a referee, and then the camera just pans over slightly, and in the in the at, sitting eating at the table with them is a referee like they're sitting right next to a referee <laughs> they're just like oh <laughs> where's that um i don't think that works actually i don't think it's that i don't think i i think it i think it'd be more funny if you just like at, like at like a different table just like a little bit away from them and they're like they just like look over and then the camera pans with them and it's just like a ref no yeah chilling. you're right and it was like oh, i was on my lunch break but i guess like <laughs> see kevin owens enter uh, grab a referee, then chase. What if it's just like? What if it's just like one of the refs that we always see on TV, but like with his family, and then he like takes off. He like he likes like wearing like a button down, and then he just takes it off, and it's like a ref shirt underneath. <laughs> Who Heath Slater? No, like the ref. What, what about this? Heath Slater takes off his button down. And he's wearing a ref shirt. <laughs> And so Rhino is trying to pin Kevin <laughs> he Owens. Was, he was a ref at one point. <laughs> He's like, I got this from my, you know, he has this from his old job. I like that. He just takes it off. He's like, I'm still a ref, baby. Nope, that's that's my favorite. That's my, there it is. We went through some options, but I think that's my favorite of just, of just them just like eating. And Rhino's like, we need to pin him. We need a ref. And then Slater's like, I'm still a ref. <laughs> and then runs off. <laughs> Rips off his shirt to have his referee shirt underneath, and he's like, "I knew I would need this." And we just don't, and we, that's the and that's the end of it. We don't see them ever again. <laughs> I love that. Beautiful. I, that's so beautiful. Well, perfect, perfect. Uh, Kevin Owens is a twenty four seven championship winner. Okay, cool. So all we have left is one more match. Do we want to book it? Um, we have tag team. We have women's. All that would be left, it'd be, I don't know, a, I don't know who it'd be because we have all these championship tournaments happening. Then let's say no. no it could match. it could be like a tag match. It could. Uh, I mean, that's up to you. No, because Killian Dane. Oh, Killian Dane's already involved, so I don't think that's a good idea. At least for the, at least for this week, Killian Dane is already like involved as a manager in a different match. Okay. So maybe not. So I think that's it. I think we just cut that match and just make it four matches total. That's fine with me. Okay, so we have our match. We, we, we've we edited some things around. So our match order is GM Page opens up SmackDown Live and announces the WWE Championship Tournament, Cesaro versus Andrade, which has a result. Whatever that may be. Why don't you make that prediction by joining a thing? The plug, 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 plug. Uh, then a segment of New Day are being interviewed about what happened last week. Usos versus Sanity, where the Usos pick up a victory. Slater and Rhino and the, at the diner. <laughs> Iconics on their promo. Vega Royce, Natalia promo. Strowman Mysterio. Love it. That's our show card, Maggle. I love it. So, Mikey, it's time for the randomizer. Oh, boy. It's my week, right? I want to say it's right. Yes. Explain the I, randomizer. What, what what are we doing here? What 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 are we doing here? The randomizer is our way of replicating the anything could happen mentality of WWE. Uh, we 
try to add a realistic twist on our booking, and our realistic twist is that we have a randomizer that could do things like injuries or gimmick matches or gimmick changes, heel turns, face turns, anything like that. We have it on our randomizer, and it, yeah, it's brutal. It's brutal. Last week, it ruined our long-term story plans. Yeah, it did. It, it can be brutal. Um, so I'm going to now refresh the randomizer. I forgot what I was trying right. to say there. So we're now going to refresh the randomizer, Mikey, and let's find out what happened this week on yes. SmackDown Live. On SmackDown Live. On SmackDown Live. Let's see. Okay. It is refreshing. It's working. It takes forever now. Our pages, our sheets page is so gosh damn long. And we got a thing. Who do we got? Uh, pretty simple. Okay. Uh, add a segment. Okay. Someone so nothing to shorten their match crazy. length. And so now you have to add a segment to hit the two hour mark. All right. So add a segment. So we got to come up with a whole new thing. Um, I think we just continue uh, the diner segment. I was just about to say that. <laughs> I was just about to say, let's just continue the diner segment. Yeah, let's just continue the, the, the Slater and Rhino going after Kevin Owens. Okay, so what happened? And that's what? where we see Kevin Owens, like, either escaping. Like, that's where we see Kevin Owens escaping with his title. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Kevin Owens escaping with his title. Uh, okay, so, so we run outside. We come back. We come back. They're in the parking garage. Okay. They're in, or, what? Not a diner. It has a parking lot. Part, diners won't have parking garages. They're in the they're parking in the, lot. They're, they're fighting in the diner. Are they fighting in the diner? <laughs> they're in the kitchen. Rhino does a gore through the jukebox. Kevin Owens sidesteps it. Easily. Kevin Owens, he goes to Gore, Kevin Owens, he sidesteps it, Rhino hits the jukebox. He's out. Uh, Kevin Owens... Escapes. Escapes. Uh, does, does, a, does a stunner. While Heat Slater is checking on... Yeah, he does a stunner on Heat Slater and gets out of there. Uh, but then grabs the check on their table and throws it at them. The check on his table and throws it at them. <laughs> I'll take my meal to go, please. And then just like a server steps over them. <laughs> <laughs> I think with like I, drink with like a thing full of drinks. Yeah. yeah get, <laughs> oh, is that a thing we could do? Uh, like Slater, it's like Slater's jumping out of them, but then he slips on a wet floor sign thing. I like that. He slips on a wet floor, and then he falls down. Yeah. I'm trying to think of how how we do this. I like the I like the gore into the jukebox. Yeah, Kevin Owens is like I mean uh, Slater is still trying to go after Kevin Owens. Maybe Kevin Owens run pe- runs past a, like a waitress and like smacks her drinks out of her hand into what I want this Slater. What I picture this diner sequence to be in my head, Mikey, is I'm sure you've seen. It. I'm sure everyone's seen it. Uh, Stone Cold and Booker T at the grocery yeah. store. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I want this to be. <laughs> <laughs> that's what in my head this is is like it's just because i think kevin owens would have so much fun doing this i agree i think you just have so much comedic spots i agree 
Um, but uh, Slater and Rhino end up losing Kevin Owens. Um, and in the diner. In the diner, and he's gone forever. And Kevin Owens escapes. Back to Raw. Back to Raw with the 24-7 championship. I love that. I love this segment. I'm glad we were able to continue it. <laughs> I love that. I Perfect. I think I think it makes sense. Like, I think it, like, naturally it's like, okay, cool, and then we're back to it. They're fighting yeah. in the diner. Uh, perfect. I love it. I love it. Uh, Mikey, we've done it. We've booked another show, despite the travesty that was last week uh, <laughs> with our WWE Championship. Uh, is now vacant, so shouts out to the vacant champion Twitter account. Uh, you are champion for for a while until mid August. <laughs> wow! Way to go! Way to go, vacant! That's it. That's it for this episode. So, like always, like we said at the top, follow us at Twitter on Twitter at Hit the Books Pod. You can review and subscribe on iTunes. Review on iTunes. Please leave a five-star review. Leave any kind of review, but preferably five-star. Preferably. Or, yeah, just call it Meltzer. Borrow a couple stars and just review five. Give us those five meatballs. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I, want, I, don't, I want your meatballs spicy. So if they're not a Only spicy, spicy five, meatballs here. If, on, if your Only spice spicy. levels are not at a maximum five, I want to hear it. Yeah, we only want spicy meatballs around here. So please go do that. Uh, again, follow us on Twitter. If you liked what you, if you like the matches that we booked, there's Excitometer and booking polls on Monday, on Wednesday. Results of which will not be in it. When do we close the prediction poll? The prediction poll, but the uh, tournament poll. I don't know. We'll talk about that afterwards. But speaking of that tournament, Mikey, uh, tell me about it. Tell me about this tournament. All right, uh, so you can vote. Sorry, one second. Okay. So we are having a, a tournament for the WWE, for the vacant WWE Championship. And we are having a contest. If you go to uh, challenge.com, C-H-A-L-L-O-N-G-E.com forward slash by Drew, B-Y-E-D-R-E-W, uh, you can vote and make your predictions in our poll. Uh, and if you get your predictions right, you can win a prize. Uh, and the prize is a free month to WWE Network or NJPW World or whatever you prefer. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, there will be a tweet about it. Make sure you retweet that tweet, like it, um, and follow us on Twitter at HitTheBooksPod. So make sure, you know, if you win, we want to make sure to be able to talk to you about it. Um, mm-hmm. And if it's possible, I'll say this now, if it's not too late, <laughs> if you haven't done it during this episode, if you can, and when you put your predictions in, if your username or anything, I don't know if you can put in a fake name for the, just this, I think you can, if you can just call it maybe your Twitter handle, that'd be easier for us to follow. That'd be easier for us to track. So if you can, please, yeah. please, please, please put in like your Twitter handle at whatever. If you don't have a Twitter uh, I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, make a fake Twitter. That's what we all do. I'll have. <laughs> it's like Finsta's, but fitters. Is fitters, fitters. a thing? Faders. Faders is just fatters because it's just F A T T E R S. So yeah, please, please, please Twitters? make your predictions into our p- tournament predictions area. Challenge.com dot com slash by Drew. Assuming it's pronounced challenge. 
So, again, next week will be already on the docket. Natalia Dana Brook, Naomi Mystery Partner, Revival New Day, uh, and Pete Dunn, Killian Dane, Rusev Elias. Mikey, we already have four matches booked next week. We're on top of the world. Nice. Until next week where you'll find out what happens and who wins those matches. Stay tuned. Subscribe. We'll see you later. And if you're not down with that, we've got two words for you. Book it. I'm losing my voice. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs>